Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and on ESPN Plus, ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. I'm Amber Wilson. He's Matt Jones. We are taking you up until 7 p.m. Eastern. You can tweet to us at Amber W Sports at KY Sports Radio. You can also join the conversation on the CC Colin line at one triple eight say ESPN. That is eight eight eight. Seven two nine three seven seven six. Matt, we have a ton to get to on today's show. Game one of the NBA Finals. Celtics Warriors tips off tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern. But first, we have to start with the most important thing happening in the basketball world. And it is happening right here at ESPN Radio. It is time for Straight Talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And right now, Keyshawn, J-Will, Bart Scott and Alan Hahn are gearing up to take the court on a two-on-two tournament for ESPN Radio. They have built a court at the Seaport. It is something, Matt Jones, this court that they built right there in the heart of New York City. I, I cannot believe the hype that we have gotten here when we're talking about three former professional athletes, Alan Hahn who did play basketball in college. So this is going to be some fierce competition. And of course, now stars of ESPN radio as well. First of all, I'm excited to watch this because I love to see people play sports that don't play sports for a living with, because they they don't do it anymore. But I've said this for weeks. I'll continue to say it. If I hear somebody say one more time, Alan Hahn played basketball in college, like, Hell no. what, what, what does that even mean? Okay, good. He played D3 basketball. You know what? So did my grandfather. That doesn't mean that he's going to win playing today. Jay Williams, in case people forgot, was one of the greatest college basketball players of the 2000s, and that's not an exaggeration. If you were to list the top six or seven, he'd be on the list. And then somebody goes, well, just so you know, Alan Hahn played basketball. Well, good. I'm I'm happy for him. I I hope it was a wonderful experience for him. Last time I checked, he did not play for Duke. He did not win a national championship. He wasn't national player of the year. The notion that this game is going to be even somewhat competitive will only happen if they throw a little WWE, AEW, OVW uh, action on there and make it wrestling. It's not even going to be close. Here's Jay Will's resume, right? Just to remind you all. NCAA champ, obviously, with Duke. National College Player of the Year. Multi-time NABC Player of the Year. Multi-time Consensus First Team All-American. ACC Tournament MVP. ACC All-Freshman Team. Plus, of course, being drafted into the NBA and being all rookie. But Alan Hahn was all-region in high school. Well, that's where I'm getting. Don't you worry. Here's okay. Alan Hahn's resume. St. Anthony's High School in South Huntington, New York. Varsity baby. Lettered. Lettered at his Catholic high school. Also, a basketball scholarship to Long Island University Post. Boom. Yeah, wait a minute. Be careful there. Because it's easy to say Long Island University. You might be like, ooh, wait a minute. I believe they're D1. No, wait. Long Island University 
Post, which sounds like a place where state troopers hang out. I'm at the Long Island University Post. Come on now. Listen, I'm not even trying to make fun of him. Alan Hahn, I'm sure, could take me on the court and break me down and score. But this is Jay son Williams. This is a dude who I was in law school when he played. I went to every one of his games. He was unstoppable. Now, I know he hadn't played in a while, but they don't just lose that, Amber. It's not just all of a sudden he's forgotten how to play. This is so ridiculous. I can't. It would be as if I said, let's have a wide receiver contest and let's have, you know, Keyshawn versus Freddie Coleman and just let's see what happens. Come on now. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I I will admit that I have a hard time putting my money on, and I don't know if we're if we're doing this here at ESPN Radio, but you know, in all good fun here, I would have a hard time putting my money, honey, on somebody not the guy who's the basketball player, right, or the former yeah. basketball. Like that is hard for me to overcome. Now, Alan Hahn, they keep throwing out the bona fide, the physical accolades. Alan Hahn is very tall, so there's that as well. Ooh. It looked like. Like, he looks like he played college ball because he did, in fact, play college ball. Uh, Bart Scott, of course, former professional athlete. So does that help anything here? You know, but so is Keyshawn. Second team, all pro, pro bowler, you know. But then there's Keyshawn Johnson so, on the yeah, other exactly. side. So that doesn't And Keyshawn, I mean, multi-time pro bowler, Super Bowl champion. I'm really having a hard time buying in on Bart Scott and Alan Hahn. I want to because the upset would be fun and would be great fodder for ESPN radio I think that would be the better result for us here frankly we would shock the world with Barton Hahn but I have a hard time believing that anything is going to happen of the sort you can catch this by the way you can find all of this live on Chris Carlin's Instagram feed is where I have seen oh, on Chris Carlin's Instagram right now. feed. okay hang on at that guy Carlin you could also probably check it out at Chris Canty's Instagram feed right now at Chris Canty 99 because they are there getting set up because they are actually on the call, which is why they're not doing this show right now. That's why you've got Amber Wilson and Matt Jones filling in today for those guys. So they are on the call for this two on two tournament. You also will get to see tons of highlights for whatever goes down at the seaport today on this custom ESPN radio court that they have built in the heart there of the seaport district in New York City. You will see plenty of highlights on KJM throughout the next couple days. I'm on Chris Carlin's Instagram feed. Give us a, a live it's, update. Listen, that's where all the, the big the big shows are on, and I'm ready <laughs> to watch whenever uh, whenever they start playing. Look, I think it's I think it's great that you guys are doing it, but let me just make a message to, to Jay Will. He's my friend. I like him. I've known him for a long time. Jay Will, if you lose this game, to a guy oh, no. who went to LIU Post. LIU Post. Never even heard then of this, you have to, to Then you have to retire. You have to get out of well, the sports game. No, you do. You have to become well, a fairness, farmer. he's already retired. <laughs> but no, I mean, he has to get out of talking about sports. He has to become a farmer. Because there is no way that if you were the national player of the year, that you can, I mean, I mean literally. Is is Tyler Hamsborough going to lose to me in a basketball game? Because that would be the equivalent of what happens if he loses. So, Jay Will, there's a ton of pressure on you. On the morning line, Barton Hahn were plus 150,000. So, you better find a way to win, or I personally will never let you live it down. Now, Jay Will is a little far, or, you know, a little further removed from his basketball career. But, but how yeah, long well, has it been since why... Hahn played? How old well, is he? <laughs> I mean, you're acting like he's just in school right now. Like, Han's like 61, isn't Varsity. he? Varsity. No, he's not that old. Stop it. Varsity. 
He was varsity. He lettered oh, Matt Jones. You can't sleep on those letters. <laughs> I, I do I do give Jay Will a lot of credit because the only one who has anything to lose here is Jay Will. And I give him credit for having the nerve to do this because we know this is why, like, the LeBron Jameses of the world won't participate in the slam dunk contest, right? We live in this era of basketball where these basketball players are all scared of being embarrassed. Stop. It's not the injuries. That's not why they won't do the slam dunk contest. It's because they don't want to be embarrassed or shown up. And Jay Will is out there. He's putting himself on the line. He's the only one with anything to lose in this tournament. I give him credit. Alan Hahn is 50. Jay Will is 40. So not only, not only was he a better player, he's 10 years younger. Alan Hahn was great for 50. The only thing for Alan Hahn is he, and I, you know, I've never met Alan. He does have good hair in these pictures. He looks like he models for, he models for a shampoo company. But besides that, the idea that he could, I mean, just, I'll give him credit for one thing. The audacity of believing he could win. I think it was Obama that said you have the audacity of hope. He has the audacity of hope to believe that he can even compete in this game. Good All for you them. have to do is believe in yourself. Go, go, so to Carl, will, go to Carlin's Instagram feed for all the latest scoop on what happens in the game. We will also have Chris Carlin on with us uh, in just about 20 minutes. So we will get live updates from him about all the action happening in that two-on-two ESPN radio tournament. That was Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. We have not forgotten about the NBA Finals. So fine, Why, we'll get to the them? secondary basketball game going on this week in just a second but first a word from masterworks the miracle on ice helmet the helmet catch the flu game it's clutch moments like these like the ones that are going to go down on this espn radio two-on-two tournament today it's those clutch moments that separate the winners from the losers so in a market sometimes down 16 percent 50 percent 92 percent who's pulling off a win We'll look no further than this exciting market with a global value of $1.7 trillion, and it's only going to get bigger. In fact, experts, experts predict it will grow by another $1 trillion in less than five years. Here's the cool thing. You don't have to be a baller or a team owner or a former varsity basketball player or played for Long Island Post. All you need is a smartphone. It's not betting. This is way more impactful. Check it out. It's called Masterworks. They've already got over 400,000 members on their platform, and ESPN listeners get priority access to skip the wait list. Just go to masterworks.com, promo code CARLIN. That's masterworks.com, promo code CARLIN, masterworks.com, C-A-R-L-I-N. See important regulation A disclosures at masterworks.com slash CD. There's no guarantee of profits, and investing includes a risk of loss. The Splash Brothers spreading the floor. And so it's a, such a different dynamic defending the Golden State Warriors. But it's going to be a great series. It's going to be a close series. It's going to be a tightly contested series. Their transition defense might be the best in the league. And against the Warriors, you better believe you need a good transition defense. Game one is it a wash for the Celtics because of the fatigue and also the all factor of uh, being on the road on this stage. It's new. 
The NBA Finals are on ESPN Radio. Tune in for Game 1 on Thursday as the Warriors host the Celtics. Presented by Indeed, coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. So let's talk about this matchup that's going to get kicked off tomorrow, Matt. And, you know, the Celtics, they're a young team. They're much younger than the Warriors in terms of their core. They tied the Warriors uh, in terms of their defensive rating over the course of the regular season. But once that calendar switched to 2022, they were inarguably the best team in the league. They were better than the Warriors coming down the stretch of the regular season. And yet, Matt, it feels like nobody's choosing the Celtics to get anything done here. Are we overlooking the Celtics in this matchup? The only thing that frustrates me about the playoffs is how Every game, and especially every series, people just people make grand pronouncements about minute events. So if we had all, if we, if you and I had had this conversation, I think we did actually after the the Celtics and the Bucks series, we would have said the Celtics are the favorite to win the title. And then all of a sudden, the Celtics played your Heat. It was great series. Came down to the final moments. Jimmy Butler hits that three. Miami maybe wins. And now all of a sudden, well, the Warriors are by far the definitive favorites. What changed? I mean, the Warriors played an easier series than the Celtics. But that's not because the Warriors are necessarily much better than the Celtics. It's just that the Mavs aren't as good as the Heat, in my opinion. So I, I don't know why this has changed. I think this is a toss-up. If I were going to bet it, I would bet on the Celtics, not because I necessarily think the Celtics are going to win. I just can't believe we're giving any odds to the Warriors for a series that's a toss-up. You hit a good point. I mean, basically, since the play, since the midway point of the season, Celtics the best team in basketball. So why do I – I don't care what happened in December. That has no relevance on what is happening right now. I'll add another thing. If you look at the last 10 years, or even the last five years since Tatum's been on the team, there's not been any team in the league that has played the Warriors better than the Celtics. The Celtics have kind of owned the Warriors over this period of time since this iteration of the Celtics has been here. So I think it's a toss-up. The Warriors have an advantage that the Celtics don't have. The Warriors don't lose at home, or at least haven't in the playoffs. The Celtics dropped three games at home in the last series. So I do think that's a big deal. But to be quite frank with you, or three games in the last two series, I think this series is a complete toss-up. I do think that the way that the narrative goes comes in waves, right, throughout the course of the playoffs, because you were dead on. Everybody was choosing the Celtics at one point, and then the Warriors end up with the easier path, and they breeze through the Western Conference Finals, frankly, against the Mavs, and so they have a shorter series, and the Celtics get pushed to seven against the Heat. It comes down to the final seconds, and then all of a sudden, we're overlooking the Celtics, when, of course, the Celtics have gotten past the Nets, they got past the Bucks, they got past the Heat, they got past three teams that people were predicting could have made an NBA Finals in and of itself. So I do think that when you look at the Warriors, yes, they've had more rest. They had the easier time getting here, but they also had the easier matchups getting here. And so I don't know where the barometer is on that. I do think it's a distinct advantage to them in terms of the wear on their bodies and the rest coming into particularly game one here. I mean, we saw that have an effect on the Celtics going into game one of the Eastern Conference Finals 
where they dropped that game when they were coming off of seven with the Bucks, whereas the Heat had had more rest. We know that affects teams, so the Warriors have an advantage. I don't know if it means the Warriors are better, though, than the Celtics. It just means they look better than the Celtics right now, and I think that's kind of what it is that affects how we view these teams, Matt, where we live and die each series by kind of like who looks better without taking into account the actual matchup and what these teams are getting done because, yes, it is more impressive that the Celtics got past the three teams that they have played to get here than it is the Warriors with the three teams they have played to get here, and yet everyone's choosing the Warriors. I don't think the rest is going to matter. It's been four. It'll be four days before they play, and then there are every game except one has three days in between it through the course of it. It's just a different – the finals for TV, they space it out so much that I actually don't think it – it's sort of like in college basketball they talk about depth, but then the timeouts are so long that depth doesn't matter in the tournament. Same thing here. I don't think think rest will matter in this series, but I do think it mattered in the last series, but I don't think it matters in this one. To me, there were seven teams this year, now that we look at everything, that were better than everybody else. And the Celtics beat three of them. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the four best teams in the East were the Celtics, in, in order, were probably the Celtics, then the Bucks, then the Heat, then the Nets. They beat all three of those teams. You go to the West, I think there were three teams that were elite. The Warriors, Phoenix, and Memphis. They beat Memphis, but they didn't have to play the other two. So the Celtics had to, in my opinion, play an elite team in every series. They swept one of them. They went to game seven, winning a game on the road in the other one, and then they held on to beat the Heat. To me, that's more impressive than what the Warriors did. Now, with that said... Warriors have been through this before, right? Like this is something that to me is much more important than the rest or even like how they've looked. They've been through this before. I saw these Celtics in clutch situations. They got a little tight. I know they won in game seven, but it wasn't because they looked good down the stretch. Let's be real. You know, they had a chance against the the Bucks and and a couple times they to close it out. Didn't. So I am maybe slightly more confident in the Warriors but I think all of everything that's happened in the past doesn't matter. They each have two things going for them, Amber. For the Celtics, they got size. I don't know how the Warriors match up with their size. Their size is going to be an issue, and we'll get more into that. As far as the Warriors, their advantage is they've been through this, and I trust Steph Curry a lot. And by the way, I heard Carlin say on this intro, well, Tatum needs to be finals MVP to be elite. Steph's never been finals MVP, and that's an example of why I don't think that award matters one bit. Oh, don't worry. We will get into that and what a finals MVP would mean means for the guys of both of those. Uh, like, we'll save it because we got, we got a full segment. We got to take it up until 7 o'clock Eastern. But, <laughs> right, but I think I'm enough. probably going to agree with you when we do get to that segment later in the show. But we will be talking, of course, plenty about these series. The minor, the Warriors are a minus 155, according to Caesar Sportsbook favorite, whereas the Celtics are a plus 135. I do think that we go with what we're comfortable with in terms of what we've seen before. And we've seen the Warriors do it, to your point. We haven't seen Boston get this far. We've seen this team play together for five years in Boston. It's not like, even though they're much younger than the Warriors, they're not the new kids on the block either. But we've never seen them get past the Eastern Conference Finals, even though we've seen them make it to the Eastern Conference Finals multiple times since those guys have been playing together. Under Kerr, the Warriors are 19-1 and in Game 1s at home. And I think that that just makes us more comfortable. Not only have we seen the Warriors, 
Warriors win the championships, but we've seen how they performed in these game one at home scenarios. And so we're comfortable choosing the team that we've seen do it before, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be able to do it again. So we will be talking about this ad nauseum today. The NBA finals are on ESPN radio tune in for game one on Thursday as the Warriors host the Celtics presented by indeed coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations coming up next. We will check in with Chris Carlin about this two on two ESPN radio tournament that is going down at the seaport today. Of course, he hosts Canty and Carlin, Amber Wilson and Matt Jones filling in for him and for Chris Canty. Passion, drive and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson and Matt Jones filling in for the guys. You can tweet to us at Amber W Sports at KY Sports Radio. Now we are filling in for the guys because Carlin and Canty are both on the call for ESPN Radio's two-on-two tournament between Jay Will and Keyshawn and Bart Scott and Alan Hahn. They are hooping. They are on the court. It is happening. It is going down in the Seaport District in New York City right outside the ESPN studios there in New York City. Uh, They have built a custom court, and Chris Carlin is on the scene. So let's bring him in. He can help set the scene for us. Chris Carlin, host, of course, of this show, Canty and Carlin, right here on ESPN Radio. Yo, what's up, Carlin? Thanks for joining us. What's going on? This is really shaping up to be something. <laughs> well, let's what talk is- about what that. what is that something. What is happening before your eyes right now? Take us live to the uh, scene. I, I, I have run into some of the participants already in their warm-ups. I mean, you would think that this was basically – the NBA with the the amount of swag involved as far as the warm-ups personalized. Jay Will has got a, a whole warm-up suit on with his name on it, the whole uniform, uh, everything. Like, they have gone full out. They gave him free kicks. They gave him everything for this. And you got Bart and Han getting suited up right now. They're wearing more braces than a seventh-grade class getting ready to go on this court. It is just absolutely shaping up to be an incredibly disappointing athletic performance. Yeah, far be it from me to to it all downgrade a moment like this in sports history. But I've said this over and over. I feel more strongly about it today than ever. Do people just forget that Jay Williams was is 10 years younger than, than Han and that he played and was the national player of the year? Like, this is not a game. Like, this is like, it's not going to be close, or am I nuts? No, you're not nuts. I just went back in getting ready for this to remember just how good Jay was. 
He was amazing. I mean, he, he won amazing. both National Player of the Year awards. Yes. yes. He was amazing on a national championship team. So, you know, and he was the second pick in the draft. So I yes. think there, there is, there, listen, as I said last week, everybody's biggest opponent today who is not Jay Williams is delusion about what's going to happen you. out here. Thank you. Yeah. He's yeah, also, because, he, go ahead, Carlin. No, it's just the guy is in incredible shape, and I, I don't expect anything different than Jay basically winning this on his own. Like, I just was talking to Jay a minute ago, and I said, if I was Keyshawn, I would be out there with a Budweiser and a Marlboro Light because all I got to do is stand to the side and watch. He's also significantly younger than everybody else who's participating in this. Yes. So Jay Williams has a, a multitude of advantages here, but the number one one being that he actually played basketball outside of just the collegiate level, because we cannot forget about Alan Hahn's very yes, storied can. career, Chris it. Carlin at Long Island University Post. Okay, which you yeah. know all the credit in the world, and at his Catholic high school where he played varsity. So uh, he does have a basketball uh, background there. I'm not sure Keyshawn or Bart Scott do, but this is the matchup. I give Jay Will Carlin a bunch of credit because, frankly, he's the only one who has anything to lose. And I likened it to these yes. NBA players who refuse the LeBron Jameses of the world, who refuse to participate in the dunk contest. And we know it's not because of injury. It's because they don't want to get embarrassed because they have everything to lose. Jay Williams is the only one out here with anything to lose. So I give him credit for even doing this. Yes, it does. I do have to have a certain amount of admiration for somebody who is willing to put his entire athletic reputation on the line for for this. I mean, <laughs> honestly, for this. you know, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I like the disdain with which you said that for this, like, like <laughs> there's nothing better than the play by play guy for the event, having utter disdain for what he is commenting on. <laughs> so what are you and Canty, oh, what no are question, you and Canty because... doing out there? With this play-by-play, what is so, what is the role of you two? <laughs> so, I, you know, I'll do the play-by-play. He'll do the analysis. I, I don't know what there's going to be to really analyze. Well, Chris, what do you see here so far? Well, what I see is Jay Williams absolutely destroying them so far. Okay, <laughs> dynamite drop in. Let's get back to the action. <laughs> well, I believe this – I believe this should be live. Like, I believe you should be calling this live because I'm genuinely curious about how bad the others are going to look. But I, I didn't – I admit, I didn't know a lot about the lead-up to this, but I'm sure you've talked to the various participants. Bart and Hahn, yes. don't, they don't reasonably believe they're going to win, right? Like, they're do. I mean, I hope they're doing this for fun and sort of shtick, but they don't they, – like, they're not sitting in the locker room going, they're about to get a piece of me, are they? No, I'm sure they're in their heads. Like Han is a very nice guy, but there is a competitor in there. And there is, a, listen, the, the odds on favorite, if there were to be some sort of an incident in this game, would be that it would happen between Keyshawn and, and Bart. I Don't rule that. Han out here. Like there could be the, the elbow that slides in there right into the rib that, that ticks somebody off. I could see that. 
I, I did then, hear if, if this ended in a fight, Amber, I would then heartily endorse it. I would well, enjoy a fight. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, that would be great fodder for ESPN Radio. I, I did hear Keyshawn say if he gets scratched in the face, he's out. And he's going to refuse to play because I guess the face is the moneymaker for Keyshawn Johnson. Is so. It? So maybe there's a chance uh, for Bart Scott and Alan Hahn. Yeah, Chris Carlin, host of this show, Canty and Carlin, joining us here on ESPN Radio because Carlin and Canty are out right now at the ESPN Radio 2-on-2 tournament where they are on the call. And I'm hearing that there is a trophy in center court right now. So I do want you to describe that. I'm also hearing that Freddie Coleman is the referee. Is that that true? That is correct. Freddie is here. Uh, he will be the referee. There apparently is a trophy, although I do not see it right now oh, okay. at center court. Uh, hang on one second here. Chris Canty is here. Amber and Matt are on the phone. There is a trophy for the two-on-two challenge. I don't know if any of the participants will make it through the event to be able to hold up said trophy, but it should be fun. Canty, who, if you had to put your money on, who is going to pull a hammy first with all these guys that are 40 and over, who would it be? Uh, the answer to that is yes. Oh. I think it's pretty much anybody. <laughs> and and the trophy is actually that of someone pulling a hamstring. That's what's on top of the trophy. That that makes enough. a lot of sense. Yeah, the, well, the well, bragging ask, rights might be not pulling a hammy. In this let one. me ask you not a non-stupid <laughs> sports question and ask you an actual sports question, oh, which is – uh, the, the, the the NBA finals are coming up and everybody, I feel like you and I have a similar viewpoint on life, which is, and I, I say that from the eight minutes we've ever talked to each other on the radio, <laughs> that, that, that like we both realize that people get way too excited based on what just happened yesterday and they don't look at the big picture. Do you agree with me that it's sort of ridiculous that people are acting like the Celtics are somehow a big underdog when two weeks after they beat the Bucks, they would have been considered the favorites to win the whole thing? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah, I mean, from from what standpoint that it's a big deal that they are the no, no, I think no, they, they should be the underdogs. Oh, you do? Okay, the, well, that's what I mean. Much better team. Oh, you do think they're a much better team? Okay, see, I just my I, do. I mean, remember I, they were the Vegas favorite to win right after the Bucks series. They were, and there has yeah. been a shifting, I think, in the narrative there to Matt's point. But Matt, I don't know if you know this, uh, Carlin's basketball takes are kind of trash. I don't know if you oh, wow. are aware, oh, wow. but uh, well, it's that's good that what he's we a play-by-play learned. Play game, the... Play-by-play guy for a trash basketball game. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, I love well, you, Chris yeah, Carlin. It, it's fitting. I was worried about our friendship after last week, but I, I am. It really just warms my heart to know that you're. Right back and ready to yeah. crash me as we should. Right, right yeah, back. You were worried right about your friendship. You were worried about your friendship, so she just torched it right there at the end. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, uh, listen, the heat took to the heat took it down. Thing. The Heat took it down to the final seconds. They took it seven. I always have that. Chris Carlin, host of Canty and Carlin, right here on ESPN Radio. Carlin, uh, go enjoy this two-on-two. All right. Let's just hope the game of basketball survives this.
<laughs> no kidding. Thank you, Chrissy's. Coming up next, would having a golf tour rival the PGA actually be good for the sport? We get back to real sports here on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Rams star Aaron Donald is skipping his team's OTAs while he's seeking a new contract, Matt Jones. Now, the future Hall of Fame D-tackle has an entirely new agency behind him and helping him seek this new contract. He is signed with Donda, like Donda Sports, like Kanye West's new agency. He told the I Am Athlete podcast this week that he signed with Donda Sports uh, Kanye West also got Jalen Brown, uh, and he, I mean, he's come out swinging Kanye West with his new agency. But Aaron Donald also said on that I Am Athlete podcast that he would be at peace if his career with the Rams comes to an end, if they can't ac- agree on a contract, he's fine with whatever ends up happening here. Do you believe that this is just a tactic? Because here's what's kind of strange. Donald, on one hand, says, I'm at peace, even if I never play football again. I'm at peace with what happens. And on the other hand, signs with a brand new agency. No, I don't believe it. Uh, first of all, I mean, it's a good it's a good negotiating tactic because you can't negotiate against I will retire, right? Like, so, mm-hmm. like, you, you know. But my man either wants to retire or he doesn't. That's, that's it. Like, the, the decision is not for Aaron Donald going to be between do I make Pick the amount of money he's going to make, whatever it is, $20 million, whatever it is, or zero, because that's not a decision. You're going to pick the amount of money. The question is only going to be, does he do this or not? He's playing. The mere fact that he's considering it means he's playing. You and I both know athletes don't walk away until they either have to or they're done with the sport. Everything I've heard from Aaron Donald says neither is true. He's playing. I'd bet any amount of money he's on the field. He has a really good attitude about it all. I mean, it's the type of attitude that I like when a professional athlete has perspective because most of them don't because you can't normally in order to be a professional but you athlete, believe right? Him? You believe like, him when he says I'm at peace if uh, No, I, well, away. I like I like the sentiment. I like the things okay, he so says where like he says fake, like he says sentiment. I don't need to play football to be fine, you know, and and that football yeah. isn't the only okay. thing to me, right? Like that's nice. It sounds like he's got uh, you know, a good kind of feeling about life and all that and, and his ducks in a row, fine, except for it's really hard to believe because we know how competitive these guys are and we know that they have to be a certain type of dedicated to their graft to even get where they are. And we're talking about a dude, a three-time defensive player of the year, you know, it, and it's hard to believe with him signing with Donda. I like, why? Him. I don't believe him at all. Not right. at all. Well, I mean, why sign with a new best, agency? If you're trying to retire. Why sign with a new agency? If you're retiring, you you retire. You don't say, I might still play if they give me the right amount of money. Forget it. Right. I'm with you. It's very hard to believe. I I hear the words he's saying. It's just hard for me to believe the actual meaning behind the words he's saying. I think Donald ends up signing. 
things are getting interesting in the world of golf. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson and Matt Jones filling in for the guys. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. So we have heard by now that there is another tour popping up in the world of golf that will be competing with the PGA Tour, Matt. And I know that you're pretty tuned in to this subject of what's happening in the world of golf. It's this Live Golf Invitational Series that is going to kick off on June 9th in London. Right now, Dustin Johnson is kind of the face of that, the 13th ranked golfer in the world. He leads the list of players who are going to participate in the four. 48-man, 12-team event at the Centurion Club in London. And this comes opposite several PGA Tour events as well. PGA Tour aren't happy about this. We know Saudi Arabia's involvement in uh, this live tour, uh, which has struck a lot of people the wrong way. Dustin Johnson just lost a sponsor over it with his involvement here. And now we're wondering if the PGA Tour is going to announce punishments for those players who choose to play for live golf in the near future. The assumption is that participants are going to face some sort of suspension, possibly even a lifetime ban. They've thrown around this idea. Where do you see this going? Things are heating up in golf. These golfers though are making a ton of money. Matt Jones, we're playing yeah. on this thing. So the Saudi Arabian golf league, which is what it is. It's ultimately funded by the Saudi Arabian right. government. Let me put the moral component aside. I think it's important, but like people can debate their theory about whether Saudi Arabia, whether you should take that money on a different point. I'm, I want to just focus on what this means for the PGA Tour and the legal part of it. Because when they announced this, my thought was, Amber, I don't think any of the big golfers are going to do it. And without the big golfers, it's destined to fail. And if you look at the names of the golfers that are listed, they're all guys at the end of their, for the most part, at the end of their career who are, like, never going to win big tournaments again. So, they're Amber, I think they're taking a payday, right? Like, I'm about to – I'm Lee Westwood. I'm about to retire anyway. Let me make some money. And if that's all there was, it can't succeed. But then here comes Dustin Johnson because outside of Tiger and then Phil, he's in that next group of guys that matter. And he's the one person that they could get to do it because he's also kind of a guy that, let's be honest, his reputation on tour is, you know, Mm -hmm. not, not, not the best. So he decides to do it. There are some reports out of England that he's getting $125 million to do it. Now, let me Mm -hmm. just let people think of what $125 million is. Tiger Woods is the all-time winningest all t- made the most money in PGA Tour history. His total career earnings. Now, of course, he's made more in other stuff. But PGA Tour earnings, $120 million. Dustin Johnson, if this report is correct, has signed a contract worth more money than Tiger's entire career. So that's why he did it. Legally, I'll make it quick because I know you know this. But legally, the PGA Tour, all the golfers are independent contractors. And the difference between an employee and an independent contractor is – They don't have to pay health insurance and all the stuff for the employees, but the independent contractors get to go do other stuff. The PGA Tour is saying, you all are our independent contractors, but you can't go play in that tour. That might be illegal. That's what Mm -hmm. the Saudi Arabian Tour believes. And they've said, okay, PGA, suspend them. The moment you suspend them, we're suing you. And they will. And I don't know who will win, but it'll be a fascinating case. But it's a huge risk for Dustin Johnson. Maybe he never gets to play on the PGA Tour again. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. But it's also $125 million, which is insane money. Insane I, money. The purses are insane. I mean, yeah. astronomical purses. $20 million for individual prizes. $5 million for, for, a, for every tournament. Payouts. Every single tournament. Right. And of course, this what like most people know about this because of the controversy where these are funded by Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, which recently put up an additional $2 billion in funding for future iterations of this league. It's impossible to compete with financially. I do wonder if it's good or bad for golf. I mean, I'm not even talking about yeah. the Saudi Arabia element. I'm just talking about a competitive other bad. tour, right? It feels bad. bad to me. Like, it's, it's, already, kind, it's already a niche sport, and, and I don't know if the competition spreading out the audience is a I good I agree thing. totally. It's bad. The PGA Tour had done a great job in the last decade of making this the place to be. I mean, mm-hmm. in the 80s and 90s, the best Europeans, they just played in Europe. Now they all come here and play. And that's made... For golf fans, the tournaments besides the majors are still good. If this spreads it out, it'll hurt all the tournaments. Like, it'll hurt them all. And I actually think in the long term, Amber, it won't be good. What it'll mean is the best golfers in the world only get together four times a year for the majors. I just don't think that's good for the sport. Now, maybe if they keep offering all this money... And people go, maybe they'll all go for it one day. We'll see. It's going to be fascinating. It's hard to imagine. Ticket prices are sky high. This first event has hit a snag. It's just being streamed on YouTube. Uh, Is that right? I didn't know That's true. It's only being, yeah. So the the quality, you know, questionable there. But, of course, long run to see where this goes. Coming up next, we pivot back to the NBA Finals. This is Canty and Carlin at ESPN Radio.